and uh, I think we're we have sound. Yes, I can see those sound levels. Testing, testing. I'm here. Are you here? Yes, I do have a head cold. Well, remnants of. <laughs> yes. So uh, not always perfect, I'm afraid. Yep. I'm just wondering whether that chair leg's hitting the microphone stand. Do you want to put the chair leg on this side of the microphone stand? Yeah. So, that so this is our cash opening, everybody. This is our pre-session. We practice very hard to make it sound so ad-lib. That's right. It's everything we just totally did scripted. totally scripted. Yes, totally. <laughs> so what's the topic? Well, I thought fear was a good one. I know that we've um, addressed anxiety, but to actually call it fear is possibly a nice way of mm, looking at it. It simplifies things a little, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> it does. And, um, all the ways that fear can pop up. Exactly. All the flavours of fear. The flavours of fear. Wow. Do we want to put this a little closer? Yeah. Like that, okay, cool. The Flavours of Fear. So um, That's a good title. I like it. Um, okay, it is, is, very that, is that general. the title of the pre-session? Yeah. That is good. The Flavours okay. of Fear, I like it. Actually, I was reminded last night of, uh, I, I really, I don't have any exposure to thrillers or horror or those that g genre of um, mm. TV or shows anymore. But I was laying with my little girl, reading her a book in the night, mm -hmm. and she needs me to cuddle her while she goes to sleep, and the light was down, and we've done some renovations, and there's not a full curtain. So you can see some forest outside. Mm -hmm. She doesn't like it. It's very, very scary. Wow, okay, though. yeah. Like, really scary. I don't like it. Oh, yes. <gasps> and I remembered as a child how something can be so definitely scary. Yes. Like, so strong. Do you remember? Yeah, I can't remember specifically if it was like being afraid of the dark or anything. Oh, really? Yeah, no, I... Uh, except when I, when I was um, 12 years old, uh, a new girl came to the school and she was all full of... I'd always been kind of interested in ghost stories and stuff, but she was all full of like devil stuff. Oh. And that was around the time, you know, like all those like Satan movies and some things no. like that. Okay. So she would tell me all these stories and how she'd seen a demon in her room and all that. And I was just oh, listening and I would just listen kind of going, oh, oh yeah. Uh, and then that night, uh, cold sweat all night long lying there. I remember one night lying in bed, being sure that there was like a hovering ghost. And I, I do remember to this day, in fact, I should tap on it at some point because it's, I can still remember it. And just lying there absolutely paralyzed with my eyes fixed on this hovering, glowing ghost in my bedroom. And then it, I lay probably for an hour, lay there. And then the, there was enough light to realize that was my blouse hanging. Okay. <sighs> Your ghostly, <laughs> ghostly blouse. Um, I, I remember my fear centers got turned on when I saw a vampire movie in the 70s. It was actually a comedy. It was mm -hmm. Polanski's The Fearless Vampire Killers. I had, had no idea it was funny. <laughs> it was just terrifying. Yeah. How old were you again? Uh, how old was I? That's going to give my age away. Um, I would say, I think I was actually about 12. Okay, and so, so I didn't that same have, age? I didn't really have fear of the dark or fear of stuff as a kid until I saw this movie and then there was just vampires jumping out at me from every corner <laughs> and I would wear scarves in case their teeth couldn't get me <laughs> and and that was the first time I employed the crucifix next to my under my pillow yes they went on for about two years this vampire fear oh, so, I, I've, I mean I think Every child has been through something like that, but it's, it is so real, isn't it? And as I was witnessing my, my little girl, she's three, 
um, experiencing that real sincere, it's a very sincere belief that there is something bad there. And, and maybe there is. Maybe there is. I mean, I always do a clearing on the room for her and mm-hmm. spin the vortex and light and prisms and, you know, I'm, I'm using all mm-hmm. my tools. But it really struck me how we can so fully believe, you know, in this lifetime, even though the truth is that we are all one and we're all connected and there's light in every one of us, we can still so much believe in the dark and we can still so much give it experience it with such fullness especially i think when we're little because when we're little um we are in such a powerless position we're constantly we're sponges as well we want yeah, to learn yeah and we're being reminded over and over again that we're not making the rules mm. and yes. uh, you know and so uh i remember i wasn't brought up praying mm-hmm but just wasn't introduced really in my house. And um, I, I took it up for myself <laughs> after this whole devil movie thing. <laughs> I started doing well, now I lay me down to sleep every night before bed and it made oh. me feel so much better and then yeah. I could sleep. Because right. I felt like I was putting a protection around myself. Did it, did it protect you um, from the uh, freaky clown that was underneath your bed? <gasps> I had one of those. You had clownophobia you t- or whatever totally it was called. taking me back now. Yeah, yeah. Did you have clownophobia too? I didn't yeah. have mm-hmm. it. And hands. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't have that one. To mm. me it was all like up. supernatural. I used to think that there were, a creature would grab me through the toilet and pull me down. I had that thought once. I, I remember thinking, that boy, that's a really vulnerable thing to be said <laughs> doing. <laughs> what comes up through that water? I think I saw a creature of the Black Lagoon on TV, like in black yeah. and white, and it was just like every water source in the house was suddenly suspect. <laughs> flavors um, of fear. I know, the flavors of fear. But Here's we it. loved it, and we were addicted to it. Like, we started watching well, horror movies. Well, you get movies. adrenaline from scaring yourself on purpose i mean i think it also makes you feel empowered the same way grimm's fairy tales makes kids it's supposed to be empowering like when they say that um taking children's literature and taking all the teeth out of it actually does a disservice because Mm -hmm. they learn sort of psychological resilience Resilience, yes and that that's probably why we just exposed ourselves to i mean pretty tame by today's standards but at the Mm. time it was called the big money movie and it was black and white and it was on tv after school and my sister and brother and I would watch it after school. And it would be things like The House That Wouldn't Die and Creature from the Black Lagoon, like horrible costumes that were so cheesy and bad. But we would be scared to death. And then we would run around the house hiding and jumping around and going boo in the dark before my parents came home. Because this was being Canada, we got dark at like 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. But, um, but we loved it. It was such a rush. And I just wonder if it served that purpose of making us feel. Well, you talk about being kids doing that. I uh, Two years ago, I watched a movie called The Woman in Black with Daniel Radcliffe with my mother. And, I, and we were petrified. It was just absolutely crazy. And then after that, for the next hour or so, we this is my mother. She's nearly 80. We were jumping out of cupboards at each other and... <laughs> scaring each other and doing really stupid stuff and it was hysterical because um what a bonding experience it was yeah it was actually hysterical and i think that was also a relief from letting go of some of the you know terror of watching these movies but um here's another flavor of fear um I, I had a long drive yesterday and i got home at nine o'clock i was driving for eight hours and um and uh I, when I got home and I sat down, I suddenly, 
it occurred to me that I'd been hurtling down the highway for eight hours mm -hmm. and somehow suspended that fear. And it all suddenly just occurred to me that the potentiality of what I had just done mm -hmm. washed over me. And it was like, it didn't last very long, but... What do you, you think know? that was? Do you think it was that there was in the back of your mind kind of a kind of a concern that you hadn't really consciously acknowledged until it was safe to do so after yeah, you were home? Yeah, until it was safe to do so because you know, I won't allow myself to go, I'm hurtling down the highway in a metal missile <laughs> with other metal mis missiles coming the other way at me. Mm. Um, I won't allow myself to do that because you just... Have you ever had those moments I when have. you're driving and you just go, what am I doing? I've done those moments where I just no. go, we are all, there's a high level of trust the, in humanity. The, the level of trust that's all going wearing, on. We're all in our little metal missiles. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going so fast. And yeah. if you just kind of went, oops, <laughs> bing, lightly, ba-doom. And yeah. so there is, you just sit there and go, wow, so many... Naomi Carling's no, looking at us in disbelief. This is clearly not one of your flavors. No, you're I, too young. No, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, my partner has a lot of fear when we drive, and mm. I, I can I can tune into it, but I don't. I guess I I feel like it's just in the big scheme of things, in mm. the whole like how much wellness or how much flow there really is. Of course, we can all focus our attention in a way that enables us to get from A to B. Mm. in a safe way. In fact, this is really, in terms of our potential of what we can do, this is really child's play. Like, mm -hmm. Yes, it is. So, you know, that's that's what I was reflecting on when I was watching you. Like, yeah, that, that was right. a thought that I had just the other day on the highway. Um, other flavours, fear of money or not having enough. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, that's a big, a big one. one for so many people because we're so hooked into it. I mean, it really is, and then that taps into survival. That's a really deep one, I think. Well, if you, if you, I'm, I'm picturing this hierarchy. Yeah. The, there's fear of death. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was going to bring and, that one up. Well, <laughs> but I think fear of, fear of, like, money fears mm -hmm. is fear of survival, which is fear of death. death. Mm -hmm. Like, it all always kind of goes back to the primitive. And then beyond the fear of death is fear at kind of um, a soul level mm. or in a, at a spiritual level, spiritual fear, mm. which would be the, the fear of separation from God or from mm. source or, you know, and, and that loneliness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. I think a lot of people feel, feel that loneliness factor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, when you look into the future, when you're older? Uh, I think just generally, like as a day-to-day Thing, like mm. fear of being lonely. alone I think well and where does mm. that come from does loneliness fear again go back to survival because uh, back when we our wiring was kind of first created you're safer with you when you're with everyone I suppose so but also that separation I think is, mm -hmm. the, is part of that mm -hmm. woven in there mm. because that's a big illusion that, that we are yes, separate I, I don't suffer from fear of loneliness I'm, I'm such brilliant company no. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I'm, I'm that way mostly myself. If I, When I yeah. have felt loneliness, it's kind of like, what's the strange feeling yeah, what that makes this? me want to go eat something but, that I'm not hungry for? And then it's kind of like, oh, this is loneliness. Oh, uh, that's what... I, I do have fear of, not fear of my own death, fear of others. I think that's quite common. And especially um, uh, now that, um, not now that I've got a daughter, that's like 20, coming up to 21 years now. But um, that just occasionally ha leaves me completely frozen in terror mm. on the spot about her safety, mm. you know. 
Um, How about you? Do you feel, mm-hmm. have that same fear with your kids? Uh, I've I've flirted with it, but I've never really gone there. I don't mm. think because I I just prefer to to put my energy into the trust. But I can mm. see how, you know, they came from you, and and they they're your responsibility, and they're going out into the world, and it's mm. yeah, it's well, mm. having you just not, care so much. Mm. I think having not actually had children of my own, um, the closest I've come to that is like driving. Um, my stepchildren around there's always like a extra uh, vigilance yeah, you it's become like, extra vigilant and my nieces and, and nephew when i used to go and visit or they'd come visit me when i was living in los angeles and i'd be just like i have the most precious cargo in the world in my yes. car right now i have the most precious cargo in the world nothing can happen nothing can happen yeah. and i wonder is it like that you yes, know it where is. you could let it's it be like that, that for parents yeah yeah and then and, that and, never that, can stops. Spi- and that can spiral that can get so, um, well, then that gets into fear of fear itself. Absolutely. So where um, does fear of fear itself come from? I don't know. I don't know. It must be a psychological fear because you know attached to fear is something bad. Right, or possibly the fear of complete loss of control. You're afraid that if you've... Mm-hmm. Or fear uh, of pain. Uh, and then there's the fear that fear will bring something. Mm-hmm. Like they, they the teach you with... Yeah, and then teach you with dogs, you know, like, don't let them smell your fear. Don't be afraid ah. of that dog or he'll bite you. It's like, what did you just tell me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid, I'm not yeah, afraid. So there's, there's another flavor there is a super, superstitious fear mm-hmm. that if I walk under a ladder... Mm. Do I don't have any of those. I, I let go of that one on purpose. Yeah. That whole thing of like, oh no, Friday the 13th. I just kind of was like, mm. or I, I can't tell you the good news because I'm afraid I'll jinx it. It's like, I just uh, kind of consciously went, I don't really believe the universe right. works yeah. that way. So I'm just going to let go of that one. Yeah, I get that one for yeah. sure. For sure. But there are um, whole cultures that superstition's a big part. Big part of um, fear of. Um, Oh, that's right. I remember I was going to at a family dinner in Italy and there was 13 people at the table. And so the host went, oh, my goodness, one of you can't join us or we have to get ring a friend. So luckily a friend came. So there was 14 people at the table and she was adamant. Totally. Well, that's kind of fun. It was kind of fun, but she was sort of like sweating. Yeah. <laughs> like she wasn't chuckling about it and going, oh, why don't we just get somebody else just to, just to be safe? It was more like. This dinner is cancelled unless yeah, we can get someone yeah, exactly. else. Unless one of you volunteers. To exactly, leave. and the food it was already cooked. It was all fabulous, and I was mm. really thinking, "Goodness me, I'm not missing out." <laughs> <laughs> You're saying that. <laughs> Bad luck for everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> have we gone over time? No. Nope. Have well. Huh, okay. Meh. Yeah, we'll see you on the other side. <laughs> okay. <laughs>